Hello kids, and welcome to the True North Eager Beaver Extended Interview Project, Episode 5. The Eager Beaver Podcasts asks its guests if they're willing to provide an extended interview so that we may better get to know them and find out what makes them tick. When they agree, we package it together and present it to you as part of this series. This week's guest is community builder Amy Caruso, founder and CEO of the Mental Health Gala, being held in Ottawa and online Saturday, May 29th, 2021. And you can find out uh, more about it at their website, thementalhealthgala.com, The Mental Health Gala, all in lowercase, one word. Join us as we speak about anxiety, depression, her passion for community service, and the growing movement to destigmatize talking openly about and proactively seeking care for mental health. We hope you enjoy this interview. And welcome back, kids. It's time for the interview portion of today's show, and Mr. Grizzly, I think we may have a bit of a surprise for our listeners today. Indeed. After profiling a champion athlete and a champion of intellectual thought, perhaps the kids were wondering, well, what's next? A champion of industry? Of entertainment? Well, we do have a champion for them, and it was you, Mr. Grizzly, who brought her to my attention. I read about her online in uh, the Ottawa Citizen, and I thought this would be a wonderful person to have on our show. Then mm, I agreed immediately. Um, uh, but why don't you tell the kids why it is you brought her to uh, our attention about what it is that she does and how you know it's important to you? Well, uh, bear with me for just a second here. I have to sneeze, and I'm back. Sorry about that. I had a bit of a sneeze fit. It's uh, <laughs> a lot of pollen in the air, and it's uh, allergy season for me. So, um, Ms. Caruso. Um, well, like I said, I, I did read about you online and, uh, I saw, and uh, it was a, I think it was a Twitter, a Twitter, a tweet I saw on Twitter, uh, directly linking to the Ottawa citizen, um, story, a feature about you. And I thought, well, now this is just wonderful. Somebody who is local, who is doing good stuff in the Ottawa area. And I'm just pulling up your link right now. Where was it here? I saw, where was the citizens? There it is. Builders. Mental Health Gala. So, founder and CEO of the Mental Health Gala. Now, mental health to me is is um, tantamount. Tantamount. What's the word? Uh, it's really, really important that we um, create and raise awareness about how people suffer from mental health issues. I have the uh, chimera of uh, depression and anxiety. And, uh, you know, something I've been dealing with for 41 years now, uh, I wasn't diagnosed until about 1997, I think it was. So for decades prior, I didn't know what was wrong with me and trying to act normal and put that face mask on and behave like a normal human being in society. Like, I'll be honest with you, I'm, I'm having a bit of an anxiety attack right now and I have no idea why. Uh, possibly due to fatigue. Um, you might be able to hear it in my voice, uh, Mr. Beaver, as I'm a little shaky. It's yeah. not normal for me. Uh, and I don't know what brought it about today. Uh, I have no idea because um, life is pretty good. I mean, it's been incredibly busy for me lately, but life has been pretty good. But yeah, the, uh, the depression, as I was talking to Mr. Beaver the other day about this, um, I'm at the fatigue state of depression. The despair has gone away and the feeling of worthlessness has gone away and the feeling of not being loved has gone away, but I am completely exhausted all the time. All I want to do is sleep and I can't. So when I read about somebody uh, uh, raising awareness and funds to help focus on 
mental health issues in this city. It was like, we need to interview this woman. So Amy, yeah. welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Yes. So just in case we didn't get the full name. Sorry. Uh, this is Amy Carosa. No, no, no. Founder and key organizer of the Mental Health Gala, uh, which raises funds for uh, the Royal Ottawa Hospital, but also for another cause that is, yeah, I see it. <laughs> another cause that's very important, very, very, very important. And I was wondering if you could tell us about uh, Darren. Absolutely. So um, Darren is a young girl in the city that um, took her life at a very young age. Her family has put together this foundation just, you know, to raise awareness and to um, get younger people speaking openly about mental health issues just so that they realize that they're not suffering alone and they can, you know, go to their peers or their, their parents, their teachers um, and talk about it. They did not realize that this movement would become as large and as amazing as it has been. Um, so anyone who sees that purple heart, um, purple is Darren's favorite color. Um, anyone who sees that purple heart automatically knows that it's it's that movement for youth mental health. It's now, you know, in all the schools, um, it's being taught more often, which is amazing. Thank so, yes, I do. I do um, split my funds between the Royal and do it for Darren, which is actually a branch under the Royal, which happened to work out great for me, but I did want to split it between youth mental health as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I find that very important. Mm. Uh, I'm personally, I'm also a big fan of the Royal uh, because uh, my connection to mental health comes uh, a little differently than uh, Mr. Grizzly's. Uh, my mother suffered from schizophrenia uh, all my life. Uh, I've only known that. And she was at the Royal uh, several times uh, during my childhood and uh, they provided her with wonderful care uh, and uh, directed her to resources for good transitional care out uh, when she left hospital and then towards uh, independent living. Um, mm -hmm. So it's, uh, yeah. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. I, I like hearing the, you know, the positives of it as well and and they do amazing things there they're just so innovative and um yeah i've been dealing directly with them for the last four years and they are amazing there mm -hmm. so these are both organizations that are you know well worth the support for sure. um, yeah so and you know and the work that you're doing um you know on our show we believe that democracy is something that you do so we believe in, you know, being engaged and uh, part of our show is, of course, to try and, you know, increase media and political literacy, but also, you know, civic engagement, you know, you need to get involved. And this is why we're, you know, when we're saying that we have a champion here, like we really do have a champion mm -hmm. because you saw a need and Thank you, you got so your much. friends and family together and you just mm -hmm. decided to create something. And now this something is what, in its fourth or fifth year now? Yep, this will be the fifth year the fifth year yes um yeah so you don't have a lot of years in it before you get hit with covid no because yeah. yeah. establishing a brand especially for a fundraiser is very difficult exactly uh, and it was just starting to get going the ball was just rolling we were getting bigger and stopped. bigger yeah. and then boom right before the last last year's gala yeah mm -hmm. the, the, so how the, was that the 10 ton weight was dropped upon you yes exactly um it was difficult. Like I said, um, it started in 2017 and it actually came about, I was, um, I was seeing all these posts about, um, Bell Let's Talk Day mm -hmm. in Jan the very end of January. It's the last week of January every year. Mm -hmm. And 
I still was not speaking of what I was going through, which again, just like you was, um, was anxiety and depression. And so I saw everyone, you know, posting on social media about what they're going through and people that, you know, I've known for years, family members, good friends that were posting about what they were going through. And I had no idea. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, this is, you know, you realize then you're really not alone as cliche as that sounds. But, um, so then I kind of posted my first little, you know, spiel about it. And, and, um, and then I was talking to my friend who owns Salas San Marco, um, which is a banquet center in Ottawa. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I want to raise funds and I love event planning. I, I would plan an mm-hmm. event every week if I could. I love <laughs> event planning. It does not stress me out at all. Yep. It's so exciting for me. And I've also been on so many charity com- committees. So, you know, I kind of put my two passions together and I was like, you know, I want to do something and I don't know if anybody's going to come and I want to do it in May because May is Mental Health Awareness Month, which is in, you know, six weeks by this point, this is like later on in the, in the year. And I was like, I'm like, but it's on my mind and I just want to do something. Like, I just want to try to raise the money. He's like, you know, yeah, he's like, if you get 10 people, it's, it's, you know, it's better than nothing. Yes. So so that's what I did. And I had, um, it was just kind of like a friends and family event is how it started. Cause it was so soon. And we raised about $13,000 that first year. Wow. Royal. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, it was great. And then I thought it was going to be a one-time thing and people were leaving and they're like, next year we want three tables instead of one table. And next year I was like, okay, I guess I'm doing this again next year. And then oh, the next year, cool it was like, yeah. Then the next year it grew to almost 250 people. And then it was about $26,000 that was raised. So it was just, it was just getting bigger in wow. 20, in 2019 was the last in-person gala. And mm-hmm. we were at 350 people. We had raised over, I think, $56,000 that night. Um, Magnificent. And, and then I was preparing for the next year, like a year in advance. And then it, in March, when we got the announcement, yeah. um, you know, you don't know it's two weeks at the beginning. So I was like, okay, maybe by May it'll be open. And then, I mean, 14 months later, we're here, but, um, but closer to, I just, I had to cancel it. And unfortunately, but we still did an online auction Mm -hmm. because there was an auction at the gala every year. I had already, you know, accumulated all these items from small businesses in the city. And I still wanted to promote them, especially during this time. And um, so, you know, I was like, can we still do this? And we did an online auction. We raised a little over $10,000. And again, it's, it's better than nothing, right? Anything to help the causes is worthy. So yeah, Yeah. here we are. Hello kids. It's Mr. Grizzly here. And uh, I'm asking you if, if you like the show, if you like the content, if you like what you're hearing, maybe you could help us out. We, uh, we work for tips on this program. Of course, we do have some sponsors as well. But we use a special uh, website, coffee.com, for tips. The reason we use this is because we have production costs involved. Microphones, mixing, bandwidth, Zoom, YouTube, all these things cost money. Yes, YouTube does cost money when you use it the way we do. Zoom does cost money when we use it as much as we do. Because we can be recording for hours at a time. So, if you want, and if you like, it'd be wonderful if you could throw us a couple of bucks here and there. Mr. Beaver. That's right, Mr. Grizzly. Uh, if you go to our coffee page, the recommended donation is $3, but it can really be anything you want. Um, 
less or more, if you happen to like this show especially, um, we reinvest uh, in the show. Uh, as you can tell, uh, the sound quality has improved since uh, episode one. And, uh, you know, we want to see where this show can go. Uh, hopefully we can maybe get some correspondence uh, one day, um, maybe film it uh, for YouTube. Uh, if uh, you guys have any suggestions of what you'd like to see the show become, of course, those are always welcome uh, because, you know, we do this for you. Um, so, yeah, uh, every little bit helps. And, of course, if you can't afford anything and you just like the show, then please, you know, that's quite all right. Send us some comments. Let us know what you think of it. Uh, that means just as much to us, too. And don't forget the website, www.ko-fi.com backslash Eager Beaver. Thanks, eh? The whole <laughs> raising awareness about it, too. Like you said, uh, suddenly you realized on Bell Let's Talk, all these people you'd known for decades and had no clue. It's the silent killer. It That's literally exactly is, it. right? Because people don't want to talk about it. My breaking point was when uh, Robin Williams took his own life. And it's like, okay, I'm not keeping it inside anymore. So I started to talk about depression. And I only revealed my anxiety a couple of years ago. I kept that hidden from people until the point got to me where I just couldn't carry on. I couldn't hide it any longer. You know, I mean, like I said, I'm in the middle of an anxiety attack right now. If you knew me really well, you probably wouldn't know. Mr. Beaver can hear it in my voice because he hears my voice all the time. But mm -hmm. for the average person, you'd never, ever know that I was freaking out on the inside. And I have no idea why. Again, it, they just come out of nowhere. Yeah. So, and, and because I've been masking it for so long, it, it, it's hard for me to show it. Right? I don't know how to express it other than just speak it. So it, what you're doing is not only incredibly important work, but you're helping young people, you're helping people of all ages with the silent killer. And once we can get rid of the stigma that surrounds it, it will be as simple as if you have your cut on your hand, you go to the ER. Mm -hmm. Well, if your brain is yep. broken, go get it fixed. Well, that's it. You know, physical, physical pain is so easy to, you know, show people and tell people about why mm -hmm. isn't the emotional pain the same way, you know? So that's what we're trying to do. And um, honestly, since 2017, when this started and nobody was really speaking about it to this year, mm -hmm. already I've seen a huge difference. I mean, just people coming out to support the event. Is, oh, yes. Has tripled. Do you know what I mean? So um, there's a need. Yeah. There's a market. There's a need. There mm -hmm. is a need, a tremendous but need. It, and it also lets us know that, uh, how would I put it? Just how often our conversations with the people that we love are on the surface level, mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. that we're skimming the top. Very how true. are you? Well, you know, we say we're fine because we don't want to get into it. And we accept mm -hmm. fine as an answer because, you know, we don't want to get into it or we don't have time right now to have like the half hour conversation that comes with, so, you know what, today, today, today sucks. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> right? Well, remember and what fine I, stands for. Yes, yes. Effed up, <laughs> insecure, neurotic, and emotional. Fine. Yeah. So when somebody says, like, how are you doing? I'm fine. No, hair is fine. If you're fine, we need to have a conversation. Precisely. And someone who's always fine is not fine. Correct. <laughs> that's, that's, like, that's the first clue. So it's, um, uh, we, there's a hunger for things that are more real. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. right to have the real conversation and i personally believe 
one of the benefits of keeping it real was that, you know, when you s tell people today I'm having a bad day, yes. the opposite the uh, opposite thing happens is that when you tell people today, my God, if I felt any better, I'd be triplets. Mm -hmm. You know, you mean it, mm -hmm. right? Because the answer of how are you is the real one. There's, we need to make room for these conversations, for the real, real conversations. I agree. Mm -hmm. I, I'm curious, Ms. Caruso, what was the, the, um, what was your, your spark for this? Like, I mean, you started to explain it and, yeah. and it's like, what was, what was your moment where this is exactly what I need to do? Like, what was your deciding factor to say, this is what I'm going to do and I'm, I'm going to make it happen. Great question. That's a good one. Um, you know, again, Bella, let's talk to seeing everybody else. Um, mm -hmm. but I think it was also a way to cope with my own mm -hmm. issues as well, because again, nobody really knew what I was going through. My family didn't know. I mean, maybe one of my friends or two of my friends, closest friends knew. Um, but it was a way for me to do something saying that it was other people that I was doing it for. Um, but it was also healing me in the meantime, mm -hmm. if that makes any sense. It makes total you know, I sense. Fa I have family members who have used the Royal as yeah. well, multiple times. And, um, you know what I mean? So it was, you know, I, it was very obvious to me that I wanted to put my funds there, but, um, yeah, it was kind of, yeah, I'm doing this for all the people around me who need it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> as, and it, I was doing the whole, I was, you know, stigmatizing it myself by not wanting to speak out about it. But throughout that process, throughout that six weeks, by the time I got on that podium mm -hmm. at my gala and said my thank you speech, like things started coming out. Right. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah. yeah, I think, I think that was how it started. And now I, I openly speak about it. I'm, I don't hide it at all anymore. And, um, from that first year I had, you know, the most random strangers messaging me, um, being like, you know, thank you for being our voice and thank you mm -hmm. for doing this and thank you for speaking out. This is what I'm going through. And people that, again, I've known for decades messaging me, you know, you might not know this, but I do this. I go through this, 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 this is very important mm -hmm. to me. So thank you so much for doing this. I'm like, wow. And then it feels like, like you've, you know, it's, you've accomplished something and you're doing it for all the right reasons. And, mm -hmm. you know, I don't do it for the recognition or any of that. I do it just for that reason, people mm -hmm. are starting to speak up more and it's amazing. It's amazing, especially in this COVID pandemic yes. time. It, it's just got, it's blown up so much more and people just need to need to speak about it and, and start getting the help that they need. It's amazing what like having people witness a real authentic moment can do, right? Yeah. I mean, you oh, were yeah. just there, you know, on, on the, I mean, you're one person in your living room one day and you decide I need to do something. Like this, you put it together in X number of weeks, mm -hmm. you know, it becomes something. People respond, you've raised over a hundred thousand dollars so far. Yeah. That's grassroots mind, too. Mind blowing. Right? Grassroots, let's make it happen but, and you've done it. But it shows that anybody can do it, right? We we see these like sometimes children, right? You know, yeah. they, they they see something and then they go and they turn around and say, Oh my god, that kid's amazing. But we all have that champion inside. Mm -hmm. It's finding right, the strength to, to bring them out or her out or they out. It's bring that out of you, which is if you have I anxiety. Feel, I felt like I needed, I needed a, honestly, a greater purpose in life. Like I, I didn't want to be remembered as this person who just works for the government mm -hmm. and does this and does that. Like I needed something to fulfill, you know, all these things inside of me. And I just 
put my, it sounds easy. I just put my two passions together and did this and it's, it's grown over the years, which is amazing. Um, but yeah, that's really just how it all came about. <laughs> wow. Well, we're all about passion. So when <laughs> you have the, where do those passions come from? Where did you get that, that sense of community, you know, spirit being engaged? Like the community, the community work that I've done. The yeah, just just because you've done. done stuff before, yeah. right? That, that led up to this. So, I mean, wh- where does that spark come from? I don't know. I think it's, I'm just a very outgoing person mm-hmm. and I try to get involved as, in as many things as I can. And I've always been like that. So, you know, at work when they do um, United Way charity campaigns, I'm always the first one to be on the committee and um, there's a breast cancer awareness um, thing in, in that started in Toronto that I've, I've become part of as well, co-chair of that. So I've just always tried to insert myself in these campaigns. Um, you know, it fuels my volunteer um, passion and, and it, you're getting the awareness out. You're raising funds for these amazing causes. Um, and that's, yeah, that's really it. I just, I've always been that outgoing person that loves parties and loves events and any way that I can get involved. Fantastic. <laughs> Were you a keener in high school? I was. <laughs> <laughs> Total keener. <laughs> Not me. Can you tell? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was that teacher's pet for sure. Yeah. Same here. <laughs> yeah. I was just the DJ. That was it. <laughs> you were the cool guy. Yeah. We loved cool you. Cool. <laughs> uh-huh. What can you say? Right. I mean, you know, Hey, Mr. Grizzly. Hey, Mr. Beaver, how you doing? I'm doing really well. I got something interesting in the mail this week. What's that? I got a book. Miss V and the Lettrous Lawyer. Oh, hey, you know what? I got the what? same thing, too. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, apparently the Miss V Mysteries is an LGBTQ cozy mystery series written by Delilah Knight. Cool. Miss V is 60, trans, and classy sassy and a bit smart assy. From her kitten heels to her chic bob, Miss V is a lady through and through. When her late aunt's lawyer is found murdered and clutching V's favorite Chanel jacket, she is immediately arrested. Can she find the real killer before the local law puts her away for good? Will she be forced to trade 50s rock and roll for jailhouse blues? Do prisons even have a happy hour? Not that I'm aware of. Oh my god, how awful would that be? That would be tragic. Tragic, totally tragic. Miss V and the Lettrous Lawyer is the first book in a humorous, cozy mystery series from by Ace author Delilah Knight. On sale now wherever ebooks are sold. Paperback copies are also available, or call your local library and ask them to get it in. Signed copies available at www.corvidmoonpublishing.com. That's www.corvidmoonpublishing, all in one word, dot com. The Miss V Mysteries. You need to be reading this. Um, uh, so tell us more about this year's event. Clearly it's, it's not going to be a get together gala. I mean, I've seen the pictures. I mean, people just, wow, they doll up. I mean, they they really make a night out of it. Well, who doesn't want to suit up, right? Any chance I get to suit up, I take. Right. That's how I started it as a, a more of a formal event, just because you don't get to dress up in gowns every day. Right. So, Mm. um, yeah, this year is, of course, a little different. We're doing it virtually. So because the event has been at Salas San Marco every year, we are doing a dinner for two from Salas San Marco. Okay. Um, so it's a three-course dinner for two people. 
And in this bag comes a bottle of wine for your dinner. Um, and then a bunch of local um, companies and, and businesses have reached out to me being like, I, I want to donate. I want to put something in your bag. So it wow. has turned into a huge goodie bag, nice, <laughs> which is amazing. Um, yeah. So there's been sponsorship from whatever floats your soap. So a little bar of soap. I really wanted some self-care items. Mm -hmm. um, Zoe's Corner has put in a bath bomb. We have our friends at Matty and Evo that have put in mini Nutella and David's teas. Um, we have Silver Swallow Kombucha, who's putting in a large bottle of kombucha in every bag. We have, you know, Boston Pizza donated small bubbly bottles for each bag. And oh my gosh, there's so much. And then we have this envelope um, that's going to go in there with coupons to small businesses to help them during this time. So that was another thing that was really important to me. Um, if anybody or if any business you know, whether they were struggling or not, wanted to put in a little bit of promotion. That's just going to be some coupons, discount codes to give them business yeah. um, as well, which is, you know, super difficult during this time. So any help mm -hmm. that I could do for that as well was important to me. Well, that's pretty impressive that that many companies came forward because, you know, everybody's, unless you're uh, uh, Amazon or, you know, something along those likes, everybody's kind of in a cash crunch right now because so many businesses just are closed. And yet exactly. for so many people to come forward like that shows just how much this is A, needed, and B, people realize affects everybody you know in one way or another, whether it, you're uh, an individual with either anxiety or depression or some other mental health issue because there's a multitude of them. But it, it affects you even if, if you don't have it, you definitely have somebody in your circle or your life or a family member who does. So 100% it affects, it affects everyone, every single person, Yes, whether it's you personally or the person sitting next to you. Exactly. Exactly. And it's a, you know, it's a good credit to the, you know, the people of Ottawa too. I don't live there anymore, but I lived there for several decades. And, you know, when you think of the, the Chio telethon and the United Way campaign and whatnot, the, the Ottawa has a, the people in Ottawa have an incredible, and the Utewa have an incredible reputation for being mm -hmm. very generous. So this is uh it's nice. I'm glad that people have followed, you know, during this time, because when you have to switch it up that quickly. Now, are people still, you know, dressing up at home? Are they being encouraged to do that? Because I mean, you know, this is like a lot of sweatpants and t-shirts. <laughs> I know. So I, I, I did, I did uh, kind of make that post out on social media being, being like, are you going to be dressing up this year? Because they're not going to be on the screen. It is, it's virtual, but it's our live DJ. We have a saxophone player. We have some speakers that will be speaking, but, um, you know, technically behind the screen, they don't have to dress up, but just to get them feeling good. And, mm -hmm. you know, when you, when you dress up a little bit, you feel a little better. So hopefully we'll get some people dressing up and posting some pictures from their virtual gala. And, um, I, I can't wait to see that. Cause if there are no pictures, it didn't happen. Exactly. <laughs> true, true enough. True enough. PR rule number one. <laughs> Photos exactly. to prove it. Um, uh, how can uh, our listeners uh, participate? So tickets did ticket sales did end yesterday, but I'm going to extend it a couple more days um, just because especially for this podcast, I really wanted to, um, you know, spread the word a little bit more and why mm -hmm. not? So the pickup date of the gala bags will be at Salsa Marco next Saturday, May 29th, um, between the hours of 12 and 5. So if they go on our website, mentalhealthgala.com, 
they can purchase the package and choose their pickup day and choose our pickup time and um, their choice of me- meals. So there's a choice between the appetizer, the main and the dessert okay. um, that they get to choose, which is nice. Uh, yeah. And then we're always accepting donations. I mean, we have some great sponsorship. We have some platinum sponsors this year, um, LDC Precision Concrete and Daniel Fernandez Law Office, who have been there every year. Um, and then Victoria Trattoria in the Ottawa area mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. has been our bronze sponsor. So um, any sponsorship, any donation, doesn't matter how small, um, anything helps the cause. Mm. Well, Amy, we hope that uh, by uh, giving this opportunity and this platform that uh, we will have helped the cause, uh, please uh, come back and let us know how it went. We would love to get I an update. I will. That would be and... great. Thank you. And if, uh, if well, I assume that there will be, because I like to think positively manifest. <laughs> so when there is one following year, next year, and people will be able to attend, if there's any way we can pitch in to help with that, we would be honored and privileged. Absolutely. Thank you so much, guys. That means a lot. Thank you. Yeah, I'm happy to help out any way possible. If you're looking for an MC, I'm, I'm <laughs> quite good at that. You got the voice. <laughs> you do. You have the radio voice for sure. Oh, thank That's you very much. <laughs> he did. He, he plucked me out of thin air, literally. <laughs> I just, seriously, I wrote him one day, I think it was April 6th. I said, I have an idea. Do you want to help me or do you want in? He took about seven seconds to say, I want in. And on the 19th, we were recording. No net, no nothing. We just, yeah. we're trying it. We don't know what we're doing. We did, and we're just reaching out to people. And just, yeah, like you, we saw need and we just said, yeah, let's go for it. And I said, he looks cool. And it, it just worked. So, That's awesome. Things so, come yeah. together some days. So this eh? is the vibe. This is the vibe here. So, you know, if we can be useful in any way, we would be more than happy. Absolutely. To. Yeah. Without Thank question. You guys. Thank you so much. And, uh, Thank and you so much. absolutely love to be able to suit up next year and, and join in the uh, festivities. So it's on my radar Fingers for next crossed. year. Fingers yes. Crossed. Yeah. Yes. Well, I've got my first shot. So <laughs> waiting on the second. <laughs> We're Thank well you underway. So much, Amy. We're wishing you very well, and uh, to again to all our listeners, please. It's uh, the uh, the the website again, thementalhealthgala.com. Thementalhealthgala.com. Go there, check it out. Please support a very good cause, Amy. Thank you, and have a wonderful rest of long weekend. You guys as well. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye. 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 The True North Eager Beaver Podcast is an Eager Beaver Mister Grizzly collaboration. Copy written by The Eager Beaver. Recording, production, and editing by Mr. Grizzly. Music courtesy of Ben Sound Royalty Free Music. Once again, thank you to our founding sponsors, The Peppermaster, The Misfeed Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, and CanadianTarot.com. And thank you to the delightful and absolutely wonderful Amy Caruso for agreeing to be our guest this week. We really hope that the Mental Health Gala goes very well. And once again, uh, for our listeners, it's thementalhealthgala.com, the Mental Health Gala, all in one word, lowercase. Uh, the event is on the 29th. Uh, please support it. Uh, and if you're someone that can donate something uh, in the Please do let Amy know she's taking all donations. Uh, It's all for a good cause and, you know, it makes the world better. So thank you for joining us and uh, we'll see you next week. Do, did, will. The Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? 
Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast, NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network.